0: the revolution will not show you pictures of nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by john mitchell general abrams and spiro agnew to eat hog moss confiscated from the harlem sanctuary the revolution will not be televised. the revolution will not be brought to you by the shape of a war theater and will not star natalie woods and steve mcqueen or bullwinkle and julia the revolution will not give your mouth sex appeal the revolution will not get rid of the nub. The revolution will not make you look five pounds thinner because the revolution will not be televised, brother. There will be no pictures of you and Willie May pushing that shopping cart down the block on the dead run or trying to slide that color TV into a stolen ambulance. NBC will not be able to predict the winner at 8.32 on the point from 29
1: District. Hello and welcome to Provocative Thoughts. Intimately known as PT, strive to awaken those who are asleep, stimulate those who are awake, feed those who are starving, and nurture those who seek to know. I am your host, Carlton Steve, a self-proclaimed student of life in the search, discovery, and revelation of life on life's terms. First, I'd like to thank Queen Mother for Real Media, for allowing me to host this show. I'd also like to thank the creator for allowing me to speak. You can contact the show by dialing 347-989-0180. Please press 1 to speak. Again, 347 989 Please press 1 to speak. You can reach us on the Internet at com backslash Queen Mother For Real and listen to the show live. You can contact us on Facebook at Provocative Thought PT Community Organization. Tonight's topic, Blacks Killing Blacks. People tend to kill people that they come in contact with the most. Most whites are murdered by whites, and most blacks are murdered by blacks. At least that's what the statistics say. The rate of homicide is greater for individuals who are both black or the spouse is male and black. What is driving black men to murder his brother, sister, and his spouse? How did the black man arrive at this point, and is there a way to change the variables that facilitate the violence? the murdering, it appears that the black man has become one of his worst enemies. Is he merely a pawn in someone's diabolical scheme to depopulate black people? Is it an excuse for murder? What impact have these homicides had on the individual, the relationship, the family, and the community? Individual trauma, we have incarceration, death, separation from the family, relationships, we have trauma, loss, death of a parent, loss of financial provider, a friend grief, depression, anger, fear, same for the individual. Uh, for the family, we have same trauma, loss of a family member, death of a parent, loss of a financial provider, support person, spiritually leader, grief, depression, fear, and anger. The community, we have a community that's traumatized, loss of a productive individual or potential productive individual, hypervigilance, members of a community that, that does not feel safe will respond to the safety threat in a manner in which they feel appropriate to eradicate that threat. In short, murder begot murder and more trauma. Psychological trauma is the unique individual experience of an individual or an enduring con- Enduring conditions in which the individual's ability to integrate his or her emotional experience is overwhelmed or the individual experiences subjectively a threat to life, bodily, integrity, or sanity. The word trauma is used to describe experiences or situations that are emotionally painful and distressing and that, overwhelming, that overwhelms people's ability to cope. Leaving them powerless, trauma has sometimes been defined in reference to circumstances that are outside of the realm of human experience. Unfortunately, this definition doesn't always hold true. For some groups of people, trauma can occur frequently and become part of a common human experience. Moving right along. There's a thing called post-traumatic slave syndrome. educators. And author Joy DeGruy, PhD, is the woman who twenty five years ago coined the PTSS term to help explain the consequences of multi-generational oppression from centuries of chattel slavery and institutionalized racism and to identify the result in adaptive survival behavior. She turned her study into the background for post traumatic slave syndrome, America's Legacy of Enduring Injury and Healing. I'm going to skip a little bit. She said, in formula theory, she wondered, what happens when stressed people lack treatment for generations? How have black people coped? What adaptive behaviors have we invented, now misinterpreted as cultural, to survive in a toxic environment? How do we take out As a people, that which is harmful and adaptive, that which builds resilience and that which is absolutely pathological, because figuring this out is essential if we are to break the cycle. We have to learn not to pass along the broken material. There's also another term coined, complex post-traumatic stress order, which is a condition that results from chronic or long-term exposure to emotional trauma over which the victim has little or no control and from which there is little or no hope of escape, such as in cases of domestic, emotional, physical, and sexual abuse, chronic trauma that continues or repeats for months or years at a time. That could be domestic, childhood, entrapment slavery or enforced labor, long-term imprisonment or torture, repeated violations of personal boundaries, long-term objectification, exposure to gas, uh, lighting, and false accusations, long-term exposure to inconsistent spitting, altering, raging, and hovering behaviors, long-term taking care of mentally ill, chronically sick family members, long-term exposure to crisis conditions. Rachel, Rachel Yehuda, a researcher in the growth field of, hope I say this word right, epigenetics and the interracial effects of trauma and her colleagues have long studied mass trauma survivors and their offspring. Their latest results reveal that descendants of people who survived the Holocaust have different stress hormone profiles than their peers, perhaps predisposing them to anxiety disorder. Survivors have lower levels of cortisol, a hormone that helps the body return to normal after trauma. Those who suffer post-traumatic stress disorder have even lower levels. With low levels of cortisol and high levels of the enzyme that breaks it down, many descendants of Holocaust survivors would be ill at death to survive starvation themselves. I don't know a lot of people know about the Holocaust after World War II, where 6 million Jews were tortured, murdered, raped by the uh, Nazi uh, German Nazi army led by Adolf Hitler. And that was, Holocaust survivors are more vulnerable to the effects of stress and are more likely to experience symptoms of PTSD, the Holocaust lasted from 1933 to 1945. Six million Jews were exterminated as I said, in World War II by Germany under the rule of Adolf Hitler. Now I'm going to take you to 1501, the African slave trade. began in 1501, African slaves in the New World, Spanish settlers bring slaves from Africa to Santo Domingo, now in the capital of Dominican Republic. Then we have... Uh, 1619, the first slave arrived in North America in Jamestown. They said they were a slaves, servants, and they were gonna let them go. So much for that. 1636, uh, slave, the first American, first American slave carrier, desires built and launched in Massachusetts. It goes on to 1865, slavery is abolished. Thirteenth Amendment of the United States Constitution, outlawed slavery. That. 246 years in the Americas and 364 years in the European slave trade. And I'm saying that to say that's a lot of complex trauma in terms of the uh, African being involved in the European slave trade. That's 364 years of that. The African American Civil Rights Movement of uh, 1865, the 1895 refers to the post-Civil War reform movements in the United States aimed at eliminating racial discrimination against African Americans, improving educational and employment opportunities, and established electoral power. This period between 1865 and 1895 saw tremendous change in the fortunes of, black, of the black community following the elimination of slavery in the South. At the same time, Resentment by many whites towards these gangs resulted in unprecedented violence led by local chapters of the Ku Klux Klan and later in the 1870s by such poly- poly- paramilitary groups as the Red Shirts and the White League. So we still have descendants of the African Americans who were captives in the European Slave Wars being tortured, and violence being perpetrated upon them by Europeans here in, in this country. Epigenetics is a study of herida- heritable changes in gene expression, active versus inactive genes, that does not involve changes to underlying DNA sequence, a change in phenotype. Phenotype is a description of your actual physical characteristics. This includes visible characteristics like height, eye color, your overall health, your disease history, and things like that, without changing the genotype. Genotype is your complete, hereditable genetic identity. For example, if you carry a mutation that is linked to diabetes, you may prefer to your genotype just with respect to this, this mutation, not to be too scientific of. So living in a systemically, politically, culturally, socially hostile, volatile, and violent environment may impact on an individual's ability to that environment and or the effect of the experience of that environment. Black males are the leading cause of death for black males. One study says leading cause of death for black males and females. Leading cause of death by age group for Black females in the United States: 1 to 9 years old, homicide. Third cause of death. 10 to 14 years, number four cause of death, homicide. 15 to 24 years old, it's the second cause, homicide is the second cause of death. 25 to 34 years old, homicide is the fifth cause of death. 35 to 44 years old, homicide is the seventh cause of death. In 1910, 499 black females were murdered by males in single-victim, single-offender homicide. Black females were murdered at a rate nearly two and a half times higher than white females. 10% of black female victims were less than 18 years old. Remember, um, in the beginning we said that most black, the majority of black people are murdered by black people, so this wouldn't be a lot of white people killing a lot of these females. Four percent of black females killed by males in a single victim, single offender incident knew their killers. The number of black females shot and killed by their husband or intimate acquaintances was 136 victims, was nearly five times as high as the total number murdered by male strangers using all weapons combined. Number one cause of The Violence Policy Center says the number one cause of death for the black woman age, one to 34 years old, is unintentional injury. Those are accidents. And that's another subject right there. Injuries are the leading cause of death for females, one to 34 years old, and the major source of preventable morbidity and mortality. 2013, U.S. Census Bureau. That twelve percent of the United US population is black and twelve point twelve point three percent of the US population is black and twelve point five percent is Hispanic. Whites constitute the majority of the US population with a total of about what is this, two hundred and forty-five thousand million, five hundred and thirty-two thousand, or seven point seven percent of the population as of twenty thirteen. There are they are sixty-two. 6 percent whites when those who describe themselves as Hispanic and white are taken out of the equation. Homicide. Again, the leading cause of death among black men aged 15 to 34 years it is, it is homicide. The second leading cause of death for black women aged 15 to 24 years is homicide. And I think that, that that might be a 2 category. There. And the fifth being called a death for black women age twenty-five to thirty-four. The National Black Women's Health Project has identified the barrier of women as the number one issue for American African American women, number one issue for American issues. Homicide rate for black women in the United States is much higher. per 100,000 for African American girls and young women ages 15 to 24. That supports the CDC's numbers for those age groups. Femicide is the leading cause of premature death for in African American ages 15 to 44. That femicide is the killing of your mate, the intimate partner there's a lot of uh, pain and frustration going in apparently in the uh, within the black community, but it's not to say that Caucasians do not kill in their community, but as again, there are uh, 50-something uh, odd percent of the population, and African-Americans are 12 percent of the population, so check this out. Race of the offender and race of victim. Offender white Victim white. We got two thousand four hundred eighty-eight homicides. Offender black. offend A uh, victim black. We got two thousand two hundred and five homicides. Something's wrong with that picture. Offender. We have almost as many homicides as Caucasians do. Who out. Number of, I was that at about almost six times, one to six, one to six or something like that, according to the uh, stats for this year. The study found that in areas of the study which included San Diego and unarmed black American is 3.49 times more likely to be killed by a police than an unarmed white American, which the study called evidence of a significant bias. In 2014, about 20% of suspects arrested in San Diego County for homicide were black. About 26% arrested suspects were white. And just over 46% were Hispanic. Hispanic population in the West seemed to be uh, outdoing the other other, uh, ethnic groups. Almost 50% of those arrested on weapons charges in 2014 were black. Now, let's, let's look at that. And We got 20% arrested in San Diego were black. 26 were white. 15% of those arrested on weapons charges were black. 34% were white. 45% were Hispanic. Again, we have but that race. We have the, our, our Latino brothers doing, unfortunately, very well. But that's a shame. Number one call says, uh, Ryan Williams, number one call to death for African-American males, 15 to 34th murder. Ryan Williams is uh, uh, a reporter, investigative reporter. He was on Fox News in August 2014. Again, he was saying the number one cause of death of black men, 15 to 14 was murder. He said, who's committing the murder? Not police, other black men. Leading causes of death among males, we have to support what he's saying. 15 to 20, here it actually is first, 15 to 24, 24 to 34, homicide. We have uh 35 to 44, that's the number third cause of death for black males in those categories. So you don't get out of this until you're about 45. I guess you're still in that high-risk category until you're about 45 years of being murdered. Not that you won't get murdered. Now, beyond driving habits, well, first I want to say accidental death is a serious issue also in terms of the uh, death rate of black males. So for 1 to 4, unintentional, that's accident accidental injuries, 5 to 9, 10 to 14, and when you get to 5 to 19, we start killing each other more. And, you know. Then we have from thirty five to forty four, the number one cause of death is heart disease. So that means that's an indication our diet is killing us. But that's another show. The number okay. third cause of death are previously said for thirty four to forty four is homicide. Homicide is number seventh cause of death for age group forty five to fifty four. So that's not good, that's in the top ten. Areas. Eight million ways to die. That's just, they're still in the top ten. So that's really not a good thing. Leading cause of death by age group for white males. One to four, unintentional. Five to nine, unintentional. Ten to 14, unintentional. Fifteen to 19, unintentional. Twenty to 24, unintentional. Twenty-five to 34, unintentional. Thirty-five to 44, unintentional. No homicide. Homicide at the number three, cause of death for white males ages 15 to 19, 20 to 24. Then it drops to the number five for ages 25. Is that it? No, that's 35 to 44. Now we have causes of death for black females. One to four. Unintentional. If those are accidental injuries. Even that is alarming. Because there's a lot of that for both racial groups. Which is, that's, even that's alarming. A five to nine. Unintentional. 10 to 14 years. Unintentional. 15 to 19 years. Unintentional. Number one cause of death. 20 to 24. Unintentional. 25 to 34 unintentional, 35 to 44 cancer. It says the number two cause of death for black females in the United States, ages 15 to 19. Number two, homicide. For 20 to 24 year olds, homicide. It's the number four cause of, cause of death for black females twenty five to thirty four years old, years of age. Number four. Again, that's in the top ten. So, you know, if if even for the Caucasian, that's a lot, but for it indicates from the C D C statistics says that you know, black males at fifteen to thirty four, number one calls it that. White females, 1 to 4, unintentional, 5 to 9, unintentional, 10 to 14, unintentional, 15 to 19, unintentional injuries, 20 to 24, unintentional, 25 to 34, unintentional, 35 to 44, cancer. White females, number one cause of death for ages 1 to 4. It's the number four, no, not number one. For ages one to four, it's the number fourth cause of death. For ages five to nine, it's the number fourth cause of death. That's alarming right there, because these are children who are being murdered. It's the number fifth cause of death for ages 10 to 14. It's the number fourth cause of death for ages 15 to 19 and 20 to 20. Again, This is going from, these are just from 1 to 10. So, you know, there are many ways that you can die, and none of these are under 5. But for, unfortunately for the black male, these statistics are extremely high. Now, homicide death per 1, Hundred thousand of the population from two thousand ten to two thousand twelve the average high human development index country. So these are not like your third world countries. Uh, country. So the United States, for the black, for you black. Have a call. We have a call. Welcome to the Blackest Thought.
2: Hey,
1: how you doing? Good evening. This is Q. How you doing? Q, what's up, Q?
2: Hey. Uh, listened to your numbers and everything like that. I'm curious with that when you were giving that quote about 2,000, you know, comparing um black males to white males or something like that. you were saying like 2,000. Is that in a year or a month or what is that? That was 2013. That was the CDC. That was for the uh, United States for so the whole year. 2000.
1: Let me see. Let me see. Hold on, man. I'm going on. Is it 13 or 10? Might be 10. Let me see. Oh, no, yeah. That's 13. 2013 for disease and control. They said two
2: thousand black males were murdered and two thousand white males were murdered. Oh, two thousand black
1: males. Oh, I don't know what was enemy said. Uh, what what was your question about that?
2: Oh, cause when I looked at um I looked at some similar stats and they were saying like for the United States, like annually is close to like thirty thousand people killed.
1: It says U.S. murders by race. See, see, but we're talking about race, not by... It's not total homicide. If you want total homicide, we got 3,021. Wait, you said by by what? Race. Race of offender, race of victim.
2: Oh, race. Right. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. We got black total 2,451. We got uh, white victims of 3,021. The other is 168, unknown is 63. The sources of um, the FBI.
3: Hmm.
1: Yeah, that was that was that wasn't everybody together. I was just giving it by um race. Oh, okay. Just to show that, uh, see, we are 12% of the population, but we're killing as, almost as many as six, the 60 the odd something percent of the population is. You understand what I'm saying? That race-wise. Yeah, okay, that's right. awful. Yeah, that's 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 bizarre. You know. But as I said in the beginning of the uh, show, post traumatic slavery syndrome or complex uh, complex PTSD, right? hmm Basically said that these some of these behaviors it imply that some of these things that we think are behaviors and cultural phenomena Maybe our reaction to being oppressed, right, for centuries, for your lifetime, and for the centuries of the lifetime of your ancestors, and that handed down to you genetically, so what what we are witnessing is a reaction, right, or the result of all of that oppression. You know what I'm saying? Mhm. And it, and they support it with genetics. You know, I call it failure to thrive. For economic growth in an individual or group compared with the standard of growth or standard success of an individual in an economic system. The lack of adequate systemic political, cultural, social, or economic avenues to promote growth and improve one's quality of life can impact on an individual's ability to thrive. Factors that can impact on an individual's ability to thrive, systemic Oppressive, debasing, which is means to belittle when treating somebody like they're less than human, less than uh, a dog, not that dogs don't count. we well, all all dog lovers, I'm not saying that. Uh, slavery, you view this property or a totalitarian uh, state of oppression and in, inhumane conditions, poverty, little to no economic or natural resource for survival, no protection under the law or by law officials. Legislation that supports oppression, debasing, uh, perpetrators are not indicted, if indicted, go free. Uh, we have a history of ongoing sub- subjugation to murder, lynching, dismemberment, rape. We have racism, oppression, subjugation just because of ethnicity, right? Taxation with no representation. Hey, they had a big war over that, right? Unemployment, right? Chronic unemployment, inability to secure financial support. You can't get loans, loan, you can't get a business loan, you can't get an individual or loan or a grant, right? Minimum wage is the inability to work and share financial well-being. That means you're working, but you can't make ends meet because they they got you stuck on this minimum wage or, or near it. Crime subjected to the facilitation of crime, criminal profiling, harassment, unfair sentencing, incarceration, the proliferation of Drug use and addiction amongst your people. You know, they, they, gave, they said the Indians did get high before the uh, Caucasians met them, but they use alcohol to subdue them, right? So alcohol can also be used to subdue anybody. It's self, you can self medicate, and I'm not saying that's the thing to do, but some people calm their nerves, deal with the day or a hard uh, uh, traumatic event by drinking. It works for some. Some it doesn't work because they become addicts. Right? Mm-hmm. Hopelessness. No light at the end of the tunnel. You don't see no light at the end of the tunnel. How you live your life with no hope, no vision, lack of positive historical role models as uh, a picture paints a thousand words. Young minds are very vulnerable to images and their messages. Who we identify with impacts on what we identify with, right? Mm-hmm. Hostile environments, immediate and apart, included but not limited to government, quasi military organizations, ethnic groups, religious group, groups, interest groups, class, etc. Poor media portrayal, basically, inadequate access to resources necessary to maintain an adequate standard of living or provide the basic needs will produce an individual who is angry, desperate, violent, who feels violated, disrespected, neglected, and overlooked. Those who feel powerless and seek to achieve respect and power may do so by means of fear and intimidation. By the way, the same tactic is used by the so-called political state and interest groups. They may also create their own their own culture, laws or way of life that with rules that support their personal interests. Individuals and interest groups are able to influence lawmakers to support legislation in their favor. So even in adaptation to this harsh, traumatic environment, people may choose to do some of the things that the facilitators of this harsh environment are doing, but it's not going to look the same because they don't have the same access to the same resources. You understand what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So... Anger, they say say anger is a core part of a survivor's response to trauma, so it's not unnatural to be angry. It helps you cope with the stress by providing energy to continue in the face of adversity and traumatic events. Constant exposure to stress and traumatic events may lead to frequent outbursts or rage. Rage can lead to murder. right? Mm -hmm. And taking us back to what uh, the the premises for um, post-traumatic slavery and complex PTSD, that seems like a shoe-in, the the historical uh, history and cultural situation for the African-American. I mean, we can really take it before the African slave trade, because those who are oppressed are oppressed. But for this, show, we're just talking about African-Americans here in the United States and the uh, homicide rate. So therefore, I, I started from the beginning of the uh, African slave trade, it, uh, the pathology that we see today, death. Everything we see now is, is a accumulation of the experiences of our ancestors. The psychological trauma may set in after a distressing or life-threatening event. Sufferers may develop extreme anxiety or PTSD, or they may have ongoing problems with relationships and self-esteem. But many overcome trauma, often inspiration to others who have had life-altering negative experience. So if you have continuous trauma, how do you overcome it? You understand? How do we over? How do we overcome something that's continuously happening to us? How we've been we being, we're being traumatized all the time we've been exposed to. And I'm this is not an excuse to murder anybody. Um, anybody listening, I'm not giving an excuse for murder. We must, as you know, previously said, we must find a way to take the things that we can use and use them in the things that we cannot use that are negative, we need to throw those things in the trash can because it's not working. It's making a situation of our traumatic experiences is causing us to contribute to that traumatic experience with these homicides. So that's our reaction. Why are we so angry? You know, coming up, I remember coming up, you know, it was, it was it's a big deal about help to respect. I'm having a conversation with a friend today. I was saying, I remember mean, if you don't, if you disrespect somebody in the community, and it's you know we poor, we have much, but respect was high, was high up there. If you do that, you in a fight. Do you remember that?
2: Yeah,
1: you know? yeah. I mean, we were high on respect, even though during that time period, we were being still being hung in this country, still being beaten. Um, uh, we, we still are, but I'm saying, but, you know, it was, it was, back then it was not much of a, uh, it was, wasn't a, it wasn't a big secret or anything like that. And things could happen to you in this country back then, and it was just the way it was. You know, we had Martin Luther King marching and everybody trying to do something about it, but it was, you know, they got holes and feet thrown in beef police wagons and things like that right on national television. Just marching with a peaceful march. So we have this traumatic experience, and you know, you try to seek some sense of power. Some I'm somebody, so maybe we form these organizations. Maybe that's how street gangs form because it says I'm somebody. Maybe that contributes to that. Just protection, you know, In Texas from these the uh, the traumatic. Experiences we have in the community, but you know, like as you see, even in the street game, it it doesn't work the way that you. Like, if you think you're joining a street game for protection, it doesn't work that way. You know what I'm saying? Because because what happens is it makes you a target also. And it's a very violent culture. So does violence work? Does violence trump everything else? You know, it seems that we've learned that. That violence is trumps all the talking that you can do. We have we had the, yeah, uh, all, the, all these history. Hello? It does. It does. Ultimately, yeah, that's
2: the way the rule. I mean, that's the way the world is ruled.
1: Right. And well, see, that. I guess that maybe that's what's wrong with man kind. Because we we don't we want what we want and we take what we want. Some of us when we, when we can, you know, right. so we don't. But if you want what's right for everybody, this problem kind of goes away as long as we're selfish, right? We feel threatened, or we threaten because maybe people feel threatened because they are threatened, you know, which goes with the whole thing about you know, you should be feel threatened because you are being threatened, maybe you should be angry because someone has their foot on your neck All right but how do we deal with that oppression we need to find another way to deal with our oppression our inability to become successful in the economic social economic matrix of this country we need to find another way and we need to we need to uplift each other and and I know they talk about they talk about the word I know the word they use now is about shaming. You know, a, a man that's it's not rich, we don't need to down him. We need to lift him up. Same thing for Stephen. We need to lift him up
4: because everybody
1: can't be a millionaire. We're going to sweep the street. Mm-hmm. We're going to clean your window. We're mm-hmm. going to teach your kids in school, right? Yeah. yeah, we all can't have this. The American dream is just that—a dream. Everyone cannot
2: have that dream. It seems like right to me that um you're saying that we got all this negative reinforcement. Everybody's re- everybody has this type of reactions to it.
0: You know, for generation.
2: So maybe we
1: need more positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. Right. So how about how will we go about doing that? Um
2: Communicating more.
1: Communicating.
2: Like, a um, lot of times, the people over there are communicating with in the same situation is damaged. You know, the people who are more positive they don't really have much communication with them. Especially, like, when people, when they start getting things,
1: they, you know,
2: they're moving out of neighborhood too. They're getting out. That's
1: right. Blacks are, are leaving the neighborhoods that are are extremely violent and traumatic, right? Right. That's right. So, because nobody wants to be hurt. Yeah. Right. And I understand that. I understand that. And it, it, based on that, I understand it. If you don't want to be hurt no matter, if it's a, no matter what the ethnicity of the people or person. If you fear for your life based on a set of circumstances that are occurring in your neighborhood, I understand why you would want to get out of it. Yep. You know. That's understandable. But how do we how do we how do we keep our strength in the community? Maybe we need some
2: more social type programs.
1: More social programs. I like
2: that. Yeah. More than um you know how power works? Pal, yeah, like oh, P-A-L. Yeah, P-A-L.
1: Athletic yeah, police, police That's an excellent program.
2: Yeah. Have more programs like that that um that also you know incorporates those uh, people who have left the community to have different life experiences or better life experiences than more
1: resources things like that. Okay, that's good. That would also help with the uh, the community's relationship with at least the police officers that participate in the power program and maybe uh, that would give somebody a different uh, vision of police officers also. Right? Because right now that's a a very hot issue. Not to say that because you meet one police officer that. You won't meet the, the bad ones while you're walking down the street, but you know right. that all peace officers aren't that way, right? And right. vice versa, they get to learn that all everybody in the community is not a, a, a criminal, right? Right. Yeah. Out to kill the police or hurt the police or you know, change something you know they're not supposed to be doing. But we all do right. things. I mean, I mean, a lot of people do have done things and shouldn't be doing. Right? right? Yeah. So that doesn't make you, that do not make you the best person on the planet. It will not make you affect the police or a to the community. Right. Right.
2: I heard, I heard someone saying that, um, I forget what group it was. You know, the whole thing about them taking out the arts and everything out of the public school and everything. They're saying that's uh-huh. um, how they took um, arts and everything, arts and crafts and Things of that nature, right. of the public. School. Oh, I did too.
1: Okay, yeah, yeah. Right. I'm saying that,
2: that has a negative effect on community. You know, these people they're missing something out of their lives that um that helps them that helps them develop. You know, to right. more balanced people. Right. You know, that's another thing that I think that um that we should restore. You know, right. I remember um, in the summertime, before I was even in school, they used to have, um, you know, programs open over at the uh, school for the little kids and everything like that. Right. You know, I thought that was cool, but, you know, that stuff is hard to find now. But
1: well, they have programs, but you got to pay for them.
2: Right. Right. So if
1: you got three if or four kids, that's that. a lot of money. Yeah, who got money for that? Right. When I was coming up, and when you were younger, there the programs were free and the whole community was there. Everybody, right. up, up different walks of life, different ages, exactly. older guys, the gang guys, the, the, the girls, the boys, the little brothers, everybody was there interacting together. But but now the environment is, is a little different, you know, because we have, we have guys now that have shootouts 3 o'clock when the kids get out of school He's trying to kill this guy on the same block where these kids are getting out of school. You know what I'm saying? Right. We have guys like that. Well, you know, back when I was coming up, that would never
3: happen at that place. Hey Carlton. Yes, sir. Can I say something about black. Hey, hey, doing? This is Kenny Jones, everybody, host of Black Urban America. Um, uh, hey Carlton. You know, you were discussing about the black on black killings or whatnot, the homicide. But you know the difference with Andrews also discusses the statistics of the white-on-white homicides also. But right. we have, you know, I don't want to make light of it, but we have reasons why we, I guess, commit murder. You know, is money, uh, 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 some type of, uh, I guess. Uh, I don't want to say criminal organization or or, or, you know dealing substances. It's a reason. It's a reason. And if you look at some, I got this information off a documentary. If you look at some of the reasons why uh, there's white on white killings is greed. The number one reason for white on white homicide is greed. Number one reason. I mean, that's the motive black or for the black killing? Homicide, huh? The motive
1: for the homicide is greed, you saying? Huh? The
3: motive I'm is sorry, greed. I didn't understand. Greed. You yes. said the motive for white Number homicide is greed. Huh? Right. You said the motive is greed. Yes. 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 For white or white homicide. Black or black. Or. Or. Like you look at the uh, Caliban killings and everything, there's mental health issues behind those reasons for the magnitude of killings. You don't hear too much of brothers uh, of black folks doing that, you know, just killing for no reason, killing for greed. I I guess in the drug trade, yes, in the drug trade, yes. If you look at the the rise of the black-on-black black homicide. The high rate is started in the early 80s with the infiltration of crack cocaine. And guns. Don't forget that. We, we pe- crack and guns. Pe- huh? We crack cocaine and guns. Yes. Oh, we, we all, no, no, uh, hold up, Carl. We always have guns in our society. No, I and mean, I'm even not even
1: in the 80s. I'm talking. i it wasn't as easy to get them in the 80s. Huh? It's easy to get a gun in the 80s. Automatic weapon.
3: Yeah, but but but, but we always had guns in our society. This is a gun-driven country. This is a
1: gun. Yes, we haven't always had uh, nine millimeters. Every now the average guy got a nine millimeter back in the day.
5: Yes.
0: The
1: guy had twenty-five, yes. twenty-two. 38, maybe. And maybe some guys might have yes. 45, but, that's, you know, that's kind of hard to shoot.
3: Hey, Carl, you sound like you're an expert on guns, man.
1: Well, I ain't no expert. I'm just I'm saying. Just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, I know in you know, the oh, 80s, oh, oh, oh. it was guys selling hey,
3: guns Carl, all over the place, like, yeah, Hey, Carl, you sound like you know your uh, guns, man. <laughs> well, all I'm trying to say is that... Um, What I'm trying to say is that the motives, uh, you know, I know a couple of law uh, enforcement uh, officials that I grew up with uh, that are retired now, both of them, them, uh, except for another one. He's still younger than me. But the motives are different in nature. You know, I hate to sound so... So, so, like, it's a life subject, we, you know, we kill for a reason, yeah. uh, uh, well, uh, can, you know.
1: Uh, well, let, let, let me stop you for a minute. Let me stop you for a minute. this is the kind of stuff that goes on nowadays. And, we, call and call you know call what? Call I hear this, this is a talk, talk on the street. I remember when a robbery and a stick-up was a stick-up. Now a stick-up is a stick-up and a homicide. You know what I'm saying? They're about to piece the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shoot him in the head. If you on the street, you
3: shoot you. Why do you think they do that? But hold up. If you hold up. If you talk to an average stick up kid, if you talk to an average stick up kid, brother, he just wanna go up in there, put a little fear, get the money and get up out of there. He don't wanna see no cops, he wanna see nobody coming at them, shooting at them. He he wants just wanna jump in his right and get up out of there and everything. A stick-up kid is different from a murderer. No, no. Right. No, no. no. Listen, you didn't hear what I said.
1: Nowadays, it's not uncommon for guys to do a robbery and a homicide.
3: Right. Yeah. yeah. But, but back but in the day, that, that,
1: didn't, that, that wasn't the main thing. When you did a stick-up, that's all you're trying to do.
3: Everybody's packing,
1: though.
3: These got get the
1: money, they have the advantage, and they still
3: kill a person. But everybody's packing. You know, okay, I'm everybody's packing, so what do you say? All I'm trying to say is that you gotta look at some of the cause and effect. What, like you say the post slave syndrome, it's it's all in our behavior when it comes to killing each other. The disrespect is there. I will go to the next caller for you, Carlton. Okay, let's call it. Welcome to Babacist's Thought. Please press
1: 206. You don't
3: have a lot of time. Hello? 267-271. Two, six, two, six, seven, seven, You're on the air.
4: What's oh, up, call June though.
3: Hey,
4: what's up, June? How you doing? Yeah, my all right, Hey, you was right, man, because in the air that I come up in, when a guy went in and didn't stick up, that was all on his mind. You didn't want no problem. You didn't want to shoot nobody. You didn't want Tell to hurt nobody. And if somebody me. was weak for a gun, you would run out the store before you had to shoot and kill because you didn't want that. All you wanted right. was the money. That's right. So now there, it's, right. It's, it's, it's a different thing. And the gun, I mean, the call of call previous to me, calling, is, is it is a Big difference between the guns that we used then and guns that we use now. We didn't have no AKs and all that kind of stuff, man. That's right. We had all no kind of guns in the society like they had. With the crack, like you said, with the crack cocaine, then there came the weapon. We used That's that right. to make powerful, when we're coming with all the automatic weapons and stuff. We didn't, have, we didn't have nothing like that in the gang war days. You know how many people would have been dying if we'd had AKs and all that kind of stuff back then, man?
3: Oh, I right. mean. <laughs> you
4: know, you guys and <laughs> You have about 25 homicides in the head. Somebody do again. with like control it. itself, right? You right this is there there be no game control. Wouldn't no game control. I learned life experience. You know what would deter me from doing a lot of stuff. And and, and education is the key, man. You get right. education through life experience, or you can get it through the schools, man. And then you got a lot of disrespect that 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 comes um to come into play with people. Uh, the culture is different, how people come up. you want to shoot somebody, you got the advantage. You got what you came for. What's the purpose of, I mean, I don't understand it. What's the purpose that's of, right. you ready to leave? Before you leave, you would shoot and kill somebody. or well, shoot that's somebody right. for no reason at all. You had the money. You that's had the advantage. Why shoot them anyway? I don't right. I, I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Just shoot somebody just for the purpose of shooting. Uh, things are thrown out of water. That's, that's crazy.
3: That's crazy.
4: It's crazy. That's crazy, man.
3: You heard really crazy, man. You got the, the value. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you something. The value of black life has diminished over the past decade. The value of the black man listen to me carefully. The value of the black man has diminished in the past decade. A door. A dog's life is worth more than a black man's life, a.k.a.
4: Michael Bick. Mm. But the life is less diminished. It's the diminish. it's it's mindset that was, that's had diminished, the way how people think. My life is just important as it was today, as it was uh, years before. It's just that the mindset of the people has diminished, the way how sure. people think in society. That's what's changed. I mean, it always okay. been value on life. It's just people don't value life anymore. It's the people. It's not the life. It's the people, who, you know, who are committing crimes, who are for one reason or another uneducated or, or, or because of drugs, you know, or whatever reason. You know, they take somebody's life or hurt somebody behind the simple fact that they're not educated. And, Carl, everybody wants um, to
3: say something in the last two minutes, man. Really? <laughs>
1: Yeah,
3: well, we have to bring it, it back something. if we all have right, a lot a call. of calls. we do it again next week. Because um, we got like three
5: minutes. Is this it, John? All right. It's the next caller.
3: two six seven the next five. Caller, one.
5: One. I agree with you. It's the, it's the mind and the way that we think um, uh, in terms of the violence being done by uh, black-on-black crime. The, the thing is, I heard this story. It was a young guy, 16-year-old uh, adolescent uh, black male. He robbed somebody, and then he killed him. And they asked him, He said, well, well, you robbed him, and you got what you wanted. Why would you kill him? And you know what the answer was?
0: Yeah, because no, I could.
5: That. Because I could. He oh, killed a man could. because he, he killed because he could, and I think that's a, a way of thinking, you know, and a lot of things too. And when you live in hopelessness, um, because uh, sometimes people fall through the cracks in society, and it, the society itself and the, the best that it has to offer doesn't really uh, kind of come your way in the way that you think. Yeah, you could have that kamikaze type uh, attitude. You know, so um, it's a tough thing. I don't know how you're going to get everyone to believe that they have uh, great value. Or, that well, they you know you got to start, you know, start, right? You got to start somewhere. Takes, well, I think they got to hear that. I, I agree. They got to hear that somewhere. You know, they should be hearing it in the home with the, the parents, the mothers and the fathers. They should be telling them that. And the other thing that they should be telling them, is that they can uh, achieve? They can be uh, what they aspire to be. They gotta be uh, encouraged from day one. And, hey, while they're in the in the in the belly, don't wait till right. they come out. Start talking to them right away.
3: Right. We got ten seconds, Carl.
1: Okay. Wait, going. It's nine o'clock. I want to thank all callers and listeners. Uh, Q. Uh, June, it's shut. Thanks for calling. I want to thank They're you all all hot. Hot.
3: For,
1: my for allowing me to host the show.
3: I want to thank you,
1: Joe, for participating and uh, to our show. And my next week for positive thoughts. Thank you. Peace out. Uh, you will not 20, be able to
0: stay home. one you will not be able to plug in, turn on, and cop out. You will not be able to lose yourself on stag and skip out for beer during commercials because the revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be televised. The revolution will not be brought to you by Xerox and four parts without commercial interruption. The revolution will not show you pictures of Nixon blowing a bugle and leading the charge by John Mitchell, General Abrams, and Spyro Agnew to eat hog confiscated from Hey, call
3: her. You got his off, man? She had his on last time. Hey, check this out, man. Are we off the are air? The of the yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Are we off the air,